everyone and welcome back to Live Truth. I'm your host Sipa and on this episode I'll be joined by the lovely Nisha Solanga and we'll be discussing what it looks like to be a light in this generation. And the truth is, you don't have to force it. It's part of who you are. Hello Nisha and thank you so much for coming and just being on Live Truth. I'm so excited just for the wisdom that you're going to share with me and with so many other people. And as you already yeah. know, the podcast is called Live Truth. So I just want to know yeah. for you, what would you say is your foundational truth for your life? You know, ultimately, I always tell people that my foundation, I am rooted in, you know, Jesus Christ. Like, I'm established in him. I'm a, that is my foundational truth. You know, I know it probably sounds cliche because it's like, oh, every Christian's going to say that. But for me, I try my best to make that a reality every day in that my decision making is rooted in Christ. You know, even even though, and not to say that, you know, I, I don't feel things that aren't against the will of God and I don't think things, but I try to make sure that my thoughts are rooted in him. You know, my truth is established in what his truth is. You know how the Bible tells us to put on the mind of Christ. That's what I try to do, you know. So, so that is my foundation ultimately because, you know, what they say, he who builds a house outside of God builds it in vain. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do, man. <laughs> I love that. Um, I just, like, love the way that you already just say that, like, your foundation is just rooted in Christ. And I just want to know, like, how does that um, also influence just the way that you see your, the vision for your life or the vision that God has given you? And would you say yeah. that it's connected to the work that you do within the entertainment industry? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think, you know, it takes a while to get to the point where you're like, okay, shut up, I know why I'm, I'm here, you know, but once I've realized that, once I've figured it out, and not even figured it out, once God <laughs> opened my eyes to it, I was like, all right, it's, it's game over now. My vision, you know, is not because I want to do a whole bunch of things and I want to be this huge personality and I want to be a celebrity or whatever. It's rooted in the fact that I know that I'm placed on earth, you know, to impact lives, Mm -hmm. you know, not necessarily only through preaching, but I do, I do preach, you know, I do preach and give them the opportunity, not only through the podcast, but also Mm -hmm. through my everyday life, the interactions that I have with people, you know, through my company, community media, when I'm directing other young Mm -hmm. actors, when I'm writing stories with other people, you know, everything that I do, I try to make sure that I somehow touch that life. Um. Sure, that's amazing. And I just like love the way that you're just how even just like with your foundation and your vision, like I just see this thing of how it wasn't a thing of like you just decided, okay, this is just where I'm going. But like even that aspect of just being rooted in Christ, like showing that it takes time. I just want to know like what was that process for you like? Because even as you said, it it isn't like just a one-time thing where you're like, okay, this is what God is telling me to do. But what was that moment where you realized like, okay, no, like I need to... I need to be with Jesus, you know, because like even when we look at with the disciples, <laughs> Jesus didn't just tell yeah. them like, hey, go do this, go like, go make, like go make fishes of men and all of these things. But the first thing he did yeah. is he called them to follow him and to be with him. And after that, that is when they were actually sent after that to go and fulfill the mission that God had called them to do. So what was that oh, like, that moment yeah. for you? What was like, what was that like in terms of just deciding to follow Jesus? Okay, so... I basically like grew up in church, right? I grew up from Sunday school that whole vibe, you know. So I've been in the church environment, but it was and it wasn't until my late teen years, so I think 16, 17, when I was like, okay, no, 
no, there's something different. You know, I'm not comfortable. I had different convictions. Let me put it that way. I had different convictions about what I'm supposed to be doing, even the way I behaved. You know, I mean, we go to like, we go to clubs with my friends in like first year varsity. We do, you know, the traditional things that teenagers do. And because I wanted to fit in, I would also be like, yeah, no, I'm coming. Let's go. Even though I wouldn't like drink or smoke or anything, I wanted to be in those spaces because I wanted to be relevant, you know. But it was this one day, one day when God was like, okay, enough of that. I hope you had your fun because where I'm taking you, you can't be in those environments. Where I'm taking you, you can't speak like this. Where I'm taking you, you can't. And it became like this shift. It's really weird to describe it, but when you have a true, I, I believe, let me, let me, this might be a bit weird and controversial, but nowhere in the Bible do you see that someone meets up with Jesus, has an interaction with Jesus, has an encounter, and I mean like a proper encounter with Jesus, and remains the same. Amen. You know what I mean? Do you get me? So as much as there's a lot of Christians out there, there are a lot of people who call themselves believers. By the way they live their lives, we can see whether or not they've actually had an encounter with Jesus or if they were just responding to a altar call. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when I got to, I, I, I lived most of my teen life as just responding to the fact that I know there's Jesus out there. But then I got to a moment where I encountered him. And after that, I knew that I had to change, you know, because I wanted to be this person that he created me to be. And like we say, it's a process because he reveals himself little by little. You know, mm-hmm. he's not going to give you the fullness of his work for you and his purpose for you unless you follow him diligently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, like you said, the disciples followed him for three years. That's like a standard, you know, national certificate course. You mm-hmm. go for three years and then you qualify to do something. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> okay. So we follow. No, like, I just got excited. You know, I mean, we, we want the purpose. We want mm-hmm. the, the, the Insta celebrity Christian, because there's a, there's a Christian celebrity culture now. You know, and I don't think, I don't, I don't know. But I mean, I'm not trying to be a Christian celebrity. I'm just trying to lead people to Christ. And if that comes as Christian celebrity status or being that girl on Instagram that's always talking about Jesus, then let's go. It is what it is, you know. So that, that moment for me came, I believe, fully in the year 2016, properly. You know, so you know God whispers in your ear, God speaks in your ear. And you hear, but you're also listening to the world. You're also listening to God, and you want to do the right thing. You want to be fully devoted to God, but you feel like, oh, but I'm so young, but I must still go to this, and I must still. And God is like, I called so many people while they're young. You need to impact lives now. You reach a demographic that old people can't reach. You speak a language that only a certain kid can hear. So I need you now. So when I answered that call, I was like, okay, shout out to God. There's no turning back now. Let's go. I love it. Like you are so much wisdom just spilled in just those few sentences and I can relate so much. Like you yeah. it's crazy. And I just like love what you said about like the encounter with Jesus. Because I think I was just like reading through the gospels and just looking at all the lives that Jesus touched, like whether it be healing yeah. or just him like speaking to them. But I love the fact that like even with them like deciding to go and speak out about Christ, it wasn't just this thing just to do it, but it was from that place of encounter. Yeah. It was like Jesus healed them where Jesus said this and then they went to go tell everyone what they had exactly. seen or what they had experienced. You know, and it's just crazy just from that yeah. thing. And I think um yeah, I think it's just that thing that like people should just know like, hey, if you wanna like live for Jesus, like just feel like Jesus, let me encounter you, let me see you. 
And then from there, it's going to be an overflow of just it coming out. And this is just like from my outside opinion, like within the entertainment industry, like even like with the way that social media is, a lot of it like can seem that like where some people might glorify someone else or people may be seeking to be glorified by people from, from the work that they do or to just put themselves out there to stand out. So how would you say that you keep your heart in a place for a living life for God's glory in an industry that is just very much filled with aiming to stand out and to be known? And did you ever struggle with that? Listen, um, I'm not, I'm not perfect from it, but, um, and this is something that I, I tell people a lot is it's something I dealt with, you know, in my adolescence, because <laughs> I'm a bit grown now. <laughs> Um, something that I, I really had to deal with, you know, when I was like in high school, you know, and, and early varsity was pride, mm. right? And and that's that's something, that's a testimony for me because it's something that God has delivered me from in that I'm, I try to move humbly now. I, I try as much as the desire is there because remember we're human yeah. and things are happening and you get tempted to want to take the glory to yourself. You get tempted to want to have people validate you. Yeah. That is a human nature. It, it, listen, it's, and I don't care who you are. It's, we all struggle with it at some degree. It might not be at the same degree, but we all have that little inkling that says, you, I so wish they could, I could get a hundred likes on my picture. Yes. You, you know what I mean? Because it's that thing of validation. Sure. So how I deal with that and not you know, trying to get all of the attention on me and things like that is remembering why I'm doing what I'm doing. Remembering mm. who called me. Because sure. if I called myself, then I have a responsibility to make sure that people are seeing what I'm posting like I have to hustle, I have to make sure that I'm yeah. in your face because I need that validation to validate what I'm doing. Mm. But when I when I um, resigned or when I started resigning within myself, it would say, you know what? I'm called by God, bro. Sure. Whatever I'm doing is not for the culture. It's not mm. for my followers. It's for His glory. And if there's any validation that needs, it's God's validation. And you know the best part is that God isn't doesn't validate you later on. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. God doesn't validate you tomorrow. He doesn't validate you yesterday. He validates you in the now. You yes. open the book. You open the Bible. If you've forgotten that he's validated you, you go read. You go read Second Peter or the first Peter. He says, yes. Guys, you are a chosen generation, a holy priesthood. Come on now. My very special people. What more do we need? I need validation. And I'm like, I, I can't. If, if you need that validation, don't seek it from people because if people validate you and people lift you up, they can also tear you down. They can yeah. also bring you down. If success is rooted on people, if, if, if your goals and your visions are only implanted on people and they're built on people, they're temporary. But yeah. if they're built on Jesus Christ, then they're eternal. Sis. Amen. So, sure. you know, so you just got to figure out where you're placing your treasures, where you're placing your hope. Yeah. And then that's what differentiates us. Even, you know, this thing of struggling with a, a, a like, sadness, anxiety, depression that is rooted in people is because, listen, when I'm in Jesus Christ, yes, I might get, I might feel some type of way because I'm human. Yes, I might be affected by certain things, but I have a hope. Yes. I have a hope. You know what I mean? Not to say that believers won't suffer depression. That's what I'm saying. Not to say that believers and children of God won't have anxiety, but I'm saying that it's not hopeless. You have a hope that, you know what, my God's going to come through for me. I know that even this is temporary. He will bring me joy. You know, because yeah. if you read the if you read the Psalms, even even King David at times he had his depressed moments. You read that Bible too. Yeah. He had his moments where he and if you read it and you're like, yo, but this this dude was actually depressed. Yeah, guys, no, 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 he wanted to die. 
Prophet Elijah. Prophet Elijah, mm. he had a moment of sadness, anxiety, and, and he wanted to die. And God did what? God said, don't worry. I'm going to hide you for a bit. I'm going to bring birds to sure. feed you. I'm going to bring ravens to feed you. And you will have water. I'll, I'll take care of you, even though you're feeling this way. So I don't know where I was going with that. I just needed, I, I guess I just had to encourage someone who's feeling <laughs> yes. like they're depressed. And <laughs> Preach it. People need this. <laughs> But yeah, man, ultimately, again, it goes back to that thing of just being rooted in Christ. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I don't have moments where I, for example, bring, this is me being super transparent because mm. I believe in that. I believe in being open and honest and not putting up an air of perfection. Because yeah. I'm not. That's mm. why I need Jesus. Mm. I'm still aiming for that perfection. And that perfection is only found in him. So yeah. there are moments where I look and I'm like, yo, okay, this picture's bomb. Let me post it. I'm going to get X amount of likes. You know? Yeah. Listen, I'm human. <laughs> okay? But it's very important for me to track back, to, to, to go back and be like, wait, pause, pause. And you know, sometimes I have moments where I don't even post that picture. Mm. Or I log off of Instagram for like a couple of days because I can see that my heart now is not in the right place. Mm. And I need to bring it back. Mm. I need to bring it back on my mind. Oh, I'm not, then, you know, it's, it's, it's an active journey. This thing of being in a relationship with God is active. You constantly need yeah. to be working on it. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself doing things that you're not called to do. Yes. And still thinking you're doing what it's called you to do. So, sure. so yeah. Whew. A word right there. And <laughs> I, like I talk so much and I'm just like, oh my gosh. No, but I love it. <laughs> um, but like I could agree so much with it. Like I think my pastor says that like we shouldn't base like our relationship with Jesus on like what our quiet time was like yesterday or the time we had with him yesterday. But every single day, like daily, <laughs> Pastor Matthew is a shout out for you. But yeah. Come on, come on. You know? Yo, and I love that. And I just like love like how you're just bringing in this thing of like how even like speaking out about Jesus because some people think that like I think I had a conversation with a friend once and she was like no I don't think I really want to like, speak out too much because I don't think I'm ready yet like I don't know if <laughs> you know like is this thing of like no but like I, I don't know this um I don't know that yeah, like yeah. they think that they, you need to be perfect or that you need to have everything in order and that your life must be perfect but it's such mm. a lie exactly and girl you know on that point I think we have this misconception that we're doing the work. Yeah. And yeah, sure. I mean, physically we are, but we know that without the empowering of the Holy Spirit, yeah. we can't do anything. Yeah. You know, um, I was last night because I have my time, my Bible study time at like around nine. And I start with that because I have a really weird day and it's always busy. So I can never really have downtime. And when you want to spend time with God, you want to make sure, you know what? Yeah. I'm within. Mm-hmm. And as I was praying, I was convicted, like, you know when you're praying and you're praying and you're praying, and then you find yourself, oh, God, okay, and then now you start having, like, banter with God, it's like so funny, <laughs> and you start bantering, and, like, I, I, I realized in that moment, and I was like, Father God, we have this misconception that, for example, it's our prayers, you, you know, me praying, you have the power to do this, and don't get me wrong, your prayer is important, but your prayer is not the power, your prayer unlocks the power. Amen. Come on now. I just wanted to push that through that it's not about you. It's not about your ability. It's not about your eloquence and what you think you know. It's about what your obedience yes. to pray, what your obedience to speak on that mm. specific topic, if God leads you to it, sure. will unlock. 
What mm-hmm. heart will be set free? What what deliverance will take place over someone's bro? Yeah. We need to be I keep saying it, I'm like, God, raise up a generation of workers because the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Yeah. There's so many young people who need to be unbound and those chains to be broken of, of the lies that the devil is feeding us. But if only 10% of us are willing to stand for what God mm. is calling us to do, then it's not going to be enough to get the work done and more people mm. are going to perish because we're shy or yeah. because we think, oh, but like, I'm just, I'm just not a talker. I'm yeah. just chat in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> right? If you find to write a book, yeah. do a book. <laughs> you know, I feel you like that is such a word needed for this generation because I think like even within like um, just like the Christian culture right now that I see is that like a lot of it is just like very like what can Jesus give me or what is Jesus telling me yeah and then it just sticks like it stays there like I had my quiet time Jesus told me this and like me and Jesus are cool but then there's not like this emphasis anymore of like okay now are you gonna go share that with someone else yeah. like are you praying to be like, Lord, give me this opportunity to speak to this person? Or are you like being intentional actually about, okay, God, like the last need to be saved, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just want to know, like, and I think as you're like, you're saying, like some people may think maybe they're shy or maybe if they like speak on a certain topic that might seem controversial or something just that has to do with the word, um, like maybe they're battling with that um, because they don't want to lose out on opportunities. Um, we're just afraid of what people would say. Like, what would you say to someone who's battling um, in terms of being a light in this generation? Yeah. You know what? I'm not going to pretend that it's an easy thing. Like, it's not easy. I didn't get to this point where I'm so vocal. Mm. Oh, so vocal. <laughs> About things. It wasn't an overnight thing. Yeah. It, it was a process. You know, everything I went through, my relationship, investing in my relationship with Christ first, Mm. And not wanting to do it for people, but doing it from a place of obedience. Sure. Because, like, I'm not going to front and be like, oh, now I want to do it. Now. Yeah. <laughs> now it's, it's like a collaborative effort. Now it's like, yo, God, what are we saying tonight? When I yeah. open the Bible and I'm like, what are you saying, God? What are you saying to me? <laughs> what are you saying to your kids? What are you saying about yourself? Like, this thing is now, it's multi, it's layered for me. It's not just yeah. about myself. So what I would say to that person is, first, be comfortable in your relationship with Christ. First, mm. don't just feel like you have to be, don't feel pressure to do it because, you know, mm. if you have that inkling, you need to do it. Because again, not all of us are called to be vocal on my life, on Misha's level, quote unquote. Mm. Not that I have a level, but I'm just making an example. Yeah. Not all of us are going to be like Misha. And we're not all called to be like Misha. Some of us are called to make a difference on one-on-one conversations. Do you know how I feel like I make such a difference just by having a coffee? Like, I, I, I invited one of my mentees. Oh, please don't kill me. I'm not going to say anything crazy <laughs> if you're listening. But I invited one of, my, one of my mentees, you know, uh, to hang out with me because I felt like something was off, mm. you know. And even that, that is a grace that God has given me to be able to feel that. So I called her up and I was like, let's go have some lunch. You know, let me, let me, let me spoil you. Let me hang out with you. And in that one-on-one conversation, I was able to glean things about what she's going through that I wouldn't have been able to if I was just preaching on a podcast or, or preaching at church or, or doing, do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's important to find your strength. My strength is, I'm a, I'm a, like, I'm a speaker, I'm a communicator. That is what I do. Yeah. Maybe that's not your strength. Maybe your mm. strength is writing. 
yeah. you know, write what you need to write, write a letter, write a blog, encourage people on a blog, be anonymous if you must, <laughs> but if, 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 if it's to show mercy, show mercy to one person, mm-hmm. if it's to show love, show love, because some people struggle to show love, yeah. you know, so we are each given, God says literally, he has, unto each he has given, you know, yeah. we're not all going to be the same because we're a body of Christ, not everyone is a finger, not everyone is a head, not everyone is the eye, but mm-hmm. each one is equally important, yeah. you know. Imagine if the toe says, imagine if your big toe is like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm teasing out, I'm by, it's been real guys, good night. Yeah. Can you imagine how weird you're going to walk? Literally. You don't realize how significant your big toe is until it's not there. Mm-hmm. So don't think you're what you're doing if it's just one-on-one. Don't think what you're doing when you're just sharing a status or you're sharing a verse of the day. It's not insignificant. Nothing is small in the kingdom of God. Sure. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so if you're feeling shy about it, Talk to God. Find out, Father God, why am I here? Where do you need me? Sure. You know, there, in, in a cupboard, there are many vessels. I mean, many vessels. There are many bowls. There are many there are plates. There are side plates. A side plate cannot handle a whole meal. Yeah. Maybe you're a side plate, and I'm a big plate, you know? But, and that's okay. That's mm-hmm. okay. You just need to understand, for like, what is my portion, Father mm-hmm. God? What is my portion? And then let me operate within that space. Yeah. I'll, Thank you so much. I love that. I think you honestly spoke to me and I think a lot of people are going to be so blessed just by everything you spoke about and just sharing, like opening up your heart and letting us know a little bit more about you, knowing how you've gotten to this place where you've decided to just be obedient to God and just to walk in the calling that God has given you. Um, And just like, thank you for just showing people that it isn't this thing that you're striving for, but just to just allow God to yeah. just be in them and just to be authentic and the rest will flow. Thank you so much. I love it. Thank, Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. <laughs>